welcome, welcome friend. friend. I'm, Rick I'm Rick Pasquale. Thank you, Thank for, you joining for joining us today. today. I, believe I believe God, God has, has a word for you. For you. I know I God, God loves you and has, and a, has plan a plan for your, for your life. life. So listen, so listen to, this to this live service, service and, let, and God let God speak, speak to, you. to you. I want us to think about some things. I'm so excited that in a few moments, you're going to see the year-end video. We are going to look back and thank God for the many, many things that he did in our church family here in 2019, the many amazing things. Now, as I said earlier, you see a smile, but you might not realize that behind that smile, there was a testimony that brought that smile to pass. And we did our best to try to highlight various different... We look at a year in review. I want you to celebrate, okay? And we recognize that there are new names in glory. The fact that some of us maybe had a struggle last year and weren't sure if our name was written down or maybe even thought that somehow we had erased it, God has sealed your faith in him again. And you know that your name is written in glory. You know that he is amazing. And now I hope you know after a year that you're amazing. Because if God made me, then I am amazing. Amen? And I want you to know that you're amazing and remember that. So we sang, I know who I am because I know who God is. And I know that he is the way maker, the miracle worker, and the promise keeper. And so for those of you that you're just coming new into ICF Rome, every year, Pastor Rick and I go away in August or early September, and we pray about the coming year. And when we look back, you will see at the end of the video, our first theme was transformation, that God would transform our faith and our walk and our mindsets and really change who we are. And then we said, God, you're unstoppable. No matter what happens, your plans and your purposes for our life cannot be stopped. Then we said, you know what? We need to make a connection with each other to know him and to make him known. And it, it's a powerful thing. And we had champions rise. And we said, I am a champion because Jesus is my champion. Amen? And then last year, this is where amazing happens. And then this year, we've got the banners as you walk in in Italian and then in English and up here in English and on your chair. And next Sunday, we will give you the list of every month and every verse for every month so that you can begin to pray on the areas that we believe God wants to increase our faith. But we did want to look back for a moment and remember that last January, we talked about the place of mercy and we looked at Hebrews 4.16, and he said, we approach the throne of grace so that we can receive mercy and find grace. That's where amazing happens. In February, we looked at the place of expansion. And if you remember, we had a big tent set up over here, and we talked about expansion. You know, we're going to be expanding. We are going to get a new building. God has promised us a new building. But that means that we're going to have to stretch the borders of our tent. We're going to have to let somebody else sit in our chair. We might have to take a new pathway to get to the new building. God is going to do some things in our lives, and we are trusting him for it. 
Amen? First Chronicles 4.10, we talked about Jabez's tent and stewardship and how Jabez said, God, bless me and enlarge my territory. How many of you know if you've been working or studying, your territory doesn't get enlarged immediately? Amen? You have to study. You have to prepare. You have to take the exams. You have to do the internship. You have to do the time. And God does it in his timing, in his way. In March, we talked about the place of purpose. Even the tomb of death, God had a place of purpose. When things seem like they die, when our dreams die, when those things that hurt us die. But John 12, 24 said, Verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. So in that pain, in that disappointment, God brings new fruit and new vision and new purpose. And there is a purpose in that tomb. That tomb that led up to April, the place of resurrection, where we know what the purpose of death was. Amen? Jesus died so that we could live. That's what this communion was all about this morning. And John eleven twenty five, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. And in May, we know why he did that, because he has a place prepared for us. It's called heaven. John 14, 3 says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Yes, we want you to live an abundant life while you walk here on this earth, in this city, if you live here, or in your city or your country. This week, I think I got notices from people in Uganda, from people in the Netherlands, from people in um, Denmark saying, Pastor Jen, I've been watching every week, and we're praying for our church in Rome. Our church is expanding. We have an online church, and we love you, and we pray for you. We thank God for the miracles that he's done. And that's why in June, we talked about the place of miracles. And some of our guys helped with a drama about the paralyzed man coming through the roof. And Mark 2.12 says, he got up and took his mat. He walked out in full view. This amazed everyone. And they said, we have never seen anything like it. And then in July, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> July, we had the place a promise. You know, God promises to us incredible things. And one of the illustrations that we used was the Jericho Wall and how that people had to just march around a wall because they were being obedient. You know, one of the hardest things for us to do is to obey God. Yeah, I knew you'd all agree right there. See, God asks us to do something, and we kind of wait, check, figure it out. Do I want to do it? Can I trust? Do I, do I really believe it's going to happen? See, my friend, if you believe, all things are possible to those who believe. That's what the Scripture says. Those walls came down. You know the story. The wall came down. Because this is where amazing happens. It doesn't just happen when the wall's standing up. The wall needs to come down. Hello? Some of you had some barriers in your life that needed to come down. God brought those barriers down for you. Then in August, we talked about the place of transformation. It was that mountain, you know, where those guys were up there on top of the mountain with Jesus and said, Hey, we like it up here. You know, you're here. 
Let's just build the three tabernacles. Let's just hang out up here, and, and nothing else needs to happen. Forget the world. Forget everything else. We just want to stay up here with you, Jesus. See, that transformation happens in those people's lives because they believed their God, and they saw it with their eyes. It says, blessed are those who have not seen and still believe. You know, that's when amazing happens, when you don't necessarily see the miracle, but the miracle is about to happen. God doesn't want you to doubt. He doesn't want you to have fear. That's the process of getting your miracle. Get rid of the doubt. Get rid of the fear. You know what? I'll just add a side to that. You'll probably get your miracle faster. Ooh. I mean, God's trying to wait on you to believe. If you believe, all things are possible. If you doubt, it ain't happening. Do you hear what I just said? September, we talked about the place of belonging. You know, amazing happens when we belong. You know, some of you, this is your, your church family, and you show up here on Wednesdays and prayer times and, and fellowship times and Sunday times, and, and this is your church family, and, and some of you come from other parts of the world and these are the only people you kind of even hang out with is this is your family belonging means something when we participate together belonging and the guy's name was Zacchaeus that we talked about a little short dude that was rich that nobody liked because he was a tax collector he took their money but before he even had his transformation before he even got his life together, he said, everything that I have, I'm going to give. Matter of fact, I'll give it back many times over. You know, when we really do have our God encounter, it's amazing what will happen. Zacchaeus needed God. He didn't need all the other people to accept him. He needed God. When he got God, the other people accepted him. Some of you try to win friends and influence people just because you try to be nice or give things away. I want you to know, you need God. Money is not going to buy love. It won't buy success. Just because you get the best education doesn't mean you're going to get the best job. Ooh, I know how many students I have in this room. Think about it, my friend. You're talking about a wise old man standing up here. You need favor with God. Favor with God gives you favor with man. You better get the differences. All straight A's, I'm good for straight A's. I'm good for good education. Good education will help you. But my friend, you've got to have favor with God. God will help you get the job. God will help you get good grades. God will help you in your successes of life. It's belonging. October, we talked about the place of power. It was so filled with excitement here on Sundays that people would hurry to this altar to get more of God. And those months, matter of fact, we even carried it over into November because there was such hunger of people saying, I want more of God. I need the Holy Spirit in my life. 
See, in our church, we believe in God the Father. We believe in God the Son. But we believe in God the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is relevant for today. It's not something just written in a book. So we talked about the place of power, where amazing happens. It's the upper room. Jesus asked us to go there. He asked the disciples. We made our upper room this altar, and we watched God show up. And then we took it to the place of anointing. I love to be anointed by God. You know, when the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon you, you get anointed. It's not your anointing. It's God's anointing. Did you hear what I just said? When the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said it, is upon you, it's amazing what will happen. You'll get to proclaim the good news. And that's what we're here for, to proclaim the good news. We've got a message to tell. And when we talked about missions and the giving and the commitment that month, where we're going to say, we're, we can't keep this to ourselves. We've got to give it away. I want you to know, my friend, it's our job to tell. And we're going to do such a better job, a bigger job of reaching our world through that live stream audience. We've got a, we've got a message we've got to get out. And I've got to get you engaged in helping us get it out. You're going to help us through social media get this thing to the ends of the earth. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you in advance before I even get to the end of this message. You're going to help us reach our world. It's not going to just be me and Pastor Jen. God's going to speak to your heart about your part of the world, the countries that you come from, of how you can help us give them this message of hope. You know, it's the place of anointing. So in December, we finished this year off as the place of new beginnings. It was the Bethlehem. The, the, the place that was, you know, just way out there. It wasn't the modern city. It wasn't the biggest city. It was kind of almost the wayward city. Who would go there? Well, that's where Jesus was born. That's why I'd go there. It was the place that was, he was asked to go. You know, sometimes we don't ask to go where we're at, right? We just end up there. But if you end up there and you're a follower of Christ, God has a place of new beginnings for you. And some of you this past year had your new beginning in Christ. You was lost. You were, you were out there in life and not going the direction God needed you to go. And you found us either online or somehow, and you got in here, and you got rid of the sin in your life, and things changed for you. But, you know, when we look back of 2019, there's so many things we can be thankful for. And we've put together a little video to help you, help us look back. And I want you to, when you see the pictures that you're about to see, I want you to focus in, not, not so much on whether or not you get to see yourself. <laughs> but I want you to look at the bigger picture here. You can see how many f- lives have been changed in the course of one year, in the course of one church. We're one church. We just happen to be the church in Rome. <laughs> That God has placed us here for a reason. And I want you to look with me right now. And I want you to see this video. 
And if you've known how much footage we had to start with, my Lord, to get it down to four minutes and 52 seconds or whatever it was, that's amazing. And there'll be a lot more clips throughout the year, but hopefully you've seen where we've come from. We've had five years of a run, five healthy years of God doing some pretty cool things in our church. And I, we can go back and you can see all those people that were being baptized and kids' lives changed and teenagers' lives changed and grandmas changed. I mean, and people are being changed. They, they, they were finding what happens when amazing comes into their life, when Jesus comes into their life. And the stories that are yet to be told, but we got to have faith. So our new theme for 2020 is faith moves. As God was giving that to Pastor Jen and I this past fall, and we were, we were praying, and we were studying, and we were writing, you know, I'm one of those people, I have it all planned for 2020. It's all set, because I believe God gives it to us. We write the theme down, we write the scriptures down, and we start the messages, and then we just de- develop them over the year. But I want you to know, my friend, this is pre-thought, pre-planned, God-given. It's our moment for your faith to get bigger. I'm going to say that again. It's our year for your faith to get bigger. Do you hear what I just said? If little faith can move a mountain, what can great faith move? Don't you want to have more faith? See, if you have stronger faith, when the enemy comes against you, it's amazing what you'll be able to do. You'll just look at that devil and say, okay, get under my feet. Let's go. I mean, you won't just dink around. Oh, the devil's getting me. Oh, the devil's getting me. Oh, the devil's getting me. No, 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 no. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. It is time that the church identify that the God that lives inside of you is bigger than the devils that are outside. You say, whoa, you got fired up all of a sudden. Let me tell you, my friend, God has a way of getting in your spirit, man, that you are not succumb to the temptation or the things of the enemy so that you are a child of God. And when your faith comes alive, it's amazing what will happen in your life and in your family's life. You will walk different. You will talk different. You will live different. You will be different. Because faith will move you. Faith in a God that can do anything. So this year, we'll take you through it. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20 is our theme. If we have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Wow. And nothing shall be impossible for you. The disciples came to Jesus and said, how come we couldn't do this? How come we couldn't cast this devil out? Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith. See, there was a a story before the story. Pastor Jen alluded to that a few times already. Stuff happens And then it's up to us to respond. Their unbelief got them to a place that they had to turn to God and say, God, what what are we doing wrong? 
Jesus pointed right back at them and said, look at your unbelief. As your pastor, I'm saying, my friend, this is the year for you to start believing. Believing that God's going to answer your prayers. Quit, quit kind of hoping, hoping, oh, hope, I hope, oh, hope, hope. I'm glad for hope, but I'm more glad for faith. I want to have faith in God. You're going to hear this all year long, so you better get ready for it. You've got to get bigger in your faith. You've got to get stronger in your faith. And we're going to teach you this year how to make that happen. In January, and we're going to do something new this year. Because we have learned that in five years of being your pastors, that there is a lot of transition that happens in the course of a year. We get waves of people. <laughs> and, and the people that should have heard something in January never get to hear because they showed up later in the year. And people that, you understand what I'm saying? So what we're going to do different this year is we're going to take whatever we do in January and we're going to repeat the theme of it in September, not necessarily the same message, but the theme. For example, our January and September, which you'll see in, in the sheets that you'll be getting, faith moves our prayers. Don't you want to have your prayers answered? Instead of just saying a prayer, don't, want you, don't you want to say your prayer and then see the result of your prayer? Well, January and September, we're going to talk about that. February and October, we're going to talk about faith moves our relationships. How many, without raising your hand, say, I need some help in that department? Don't raise your hand. Because if you really want to be honest with yourself right now, everyone would say, I need some help. Right? Some of you need help in marriages. Don't say amen. Some of you need some help with your kids. Don't say amen. Some of you kids need some help with your parents. Don't say amen. You see what I'm saying? We need help. And, and, and I believe that we're going to teach you some things in, in those months. Because like February, for example. February and October. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. If we live in the Spirit... Let us also walk in the Spirit. So that'll, that'll be our theme verse for that month. And every month we'll have a new verse, just like we always do. And we'll help you to memorize that verse. I'm going to work harder this year on getting you to memorize Scripture. Okay, three people in the whole room said yes. Listen, my friend. Every one of you in this room need to memorize Scripture. It will help you. I'm responsible for you spiritually. I want you to know if you get the word in your heart, you won't sin against God. How do you get the word in your heart? Not just listen to me read it to you on Sunday. So we'll put a verse up there every, every week. And every week you're going to help us. And we're going to learn this verse, every, whether it's Italian or whatever language, you're going to learn this verse each Month, and then uh, I want you to know that as you look, I, I can just tell you that God is going to do some great things. Then in March and December, 
Faith moves our destiny. Your destiny is in God. It's going to be awesome. He's got great plans. He's got a dream and a hope for you. So that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of man, but the power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Amen. I love the cheers over the video. We're going to show it again. We've got, we know we have more people coming back next week. And again, you'll have more things on your chair next Sunday. In April and July, if God has moved our destiny, if faith has moved our destiny, then faith is also going to move our decisions. Amen? We have very important decisions to make every week, every month. This year, there are important decisions to be made. Proverbs 3.3 3 says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. That's what memorizing the Word of God is. Writing it on the tablet of my heart. That you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Amen. That is a good verse, Proverbs 3.3. In May and November, we're going to talk about that faith moves our giving. Giving is not just financial. Giving is I give emotionally. I, I care for someone else. I give of my time. I give of my talents. And we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I don't give to get or because I see what I've already gotten. Amen? I give out of faith. I give out of the expectation that something is going to happen. We believe in this building for legacy that we are giving because God has said, I want you to do something. But I also want to see, do you believe? Are you going to sow into something that you don't yet see? I am so honored and privileged on Thursdays to meet with women of faith. And we studied at the end of last year a book called God of the Long View, meaning that we're not on my timetable. We're on God's timetable. He created the universe. He holds the water back from the sea, from the sand. Amen? He holds the stars in the sky. He makes all things new. I'm telling you what, he understands where he's taking us. He understands where he's taking you. And faith says, I am trusting you. I am sowing deep. I am letting my roots go deeper than ever before. Not shallow, blown apart by my feelings or emotions, but firm. And I will give because of that. Philippians says, not because I desire a gift, but I desire that fruit may abound to your account. And God will supply your need according to his riches. I want your life to bear fruit. I want you to know the fruit of your labor at work, in the university, in your studies. So many prayed for documents this past year, and God did it. And there are probably others who are still waiting on new and renewed documents. You know, we even have to do some new things in America. And we had all kinds of situations with those new driver's license and things happening. But God is faithful. Amen? And he guides our giving. In June and August, we are going to talk about how faith moves our health. James 5, 5 and 6, 15 and 16 says, The prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise them up. You know, the Lord has been speaking to me. Don't pray about it if you don't think it's going to happen. 
If you're sick or your child is sick or your grandchild is sick, you're going to take authority over that mountain of illness, of illness because they're standing healed. And I'm expecting the symptoms of healing to manifest today, tomorrow, next week, next month. But I'm going to pray until it's done. Amen? You can give God a praise for that because the prayer offered in faith makes the sick person well. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other that you may be healed because the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Jeremiah 33, 6, one of my most favorite verses on healing, says, Nevertheless, no matter what's happening, no matter what your eye sees, no matter how big the mountain is, no matter what the doctor or the CAT scan says, I, this is the Lord speaking, I will bring health and healing to it. Today, you're in this room, and there is something in your physical body that has been troubling you, has been causing you sickness and symptoms. And I believe today, God is saying to you, let faith arise. The enemy of sickness be scattered in Jesus' name because the Lord said, I will heal my people, amen, and allow them to enjoy abundant peace in the midst, in the waiting. In the waiting, I will be found trusting. In the waiting, I will be found trusting. Look at somebody and say, I'll be found trusting. I'll be found trusting. I will not be found doubting. 1 Corinthians 2, 5 says, so that your faith, Listen, so that your faith not, might not rest in the wisdom of men. Pastor Rick says it all the time. We, we thank God for doctors and nurses and people that know things. And we have a lot of medical university students here. I praise God for good doctors, Christian doctors that have been in our path. But my faith does not rest in the wisdom of man. My faith rests in the wisdom of God, in the sovereignty of God. Hear me, in the sovereignty of God, that he, if I'm going to face a mountain, then he's going to give me everything I need, the courage to climb that mountain. He's going to give me the strength I need to climb that mountain so that my faith rests in the power of Almighty God. You heard a song this morning, Almighty God. You heard it at the offering. Uh, we're going to be singing it because he is an Almighty God. And when I trust in Almighty God, I will see faith move mountains. I want you to let the week of prayer and fasting, if you start this week, hallelujah, do two weeks with us. If you start next Sunday to next Sunday, hallelujah. But I want you to enter that week of prayer and fasting to move your thermometer of faith. I want you to examine your life. Where has your faith been this past year? Has some things discouraged you and maybe the thermometer kind of dropped down a little bit? You love God. You believe God exists. But your faith is kind of like, I need somebody else to pray for me because I don't think I have enough faith. I want you to look at that thermometer. I want you to say to yourself, he said it, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Jesus Christ lives in you. I'm going to start this week of prayer and fasting as I put away things I don't need, I need to cleanse myself of, and I'm going to say, God, I want that thermometer to go high. Now, I want to say something to you. If that's going to happen, then that also means I can't be lukewarm. We have to believe. I can't be, I'm only going to have a hot thermometer of faith if everything's good. I have to believe. And so you better believe the enemy probably has a few mountains in store. There's probably going to be some things that we have to encounter. Because how will I know that God's the healer if I've never been sick? How will I know that God is the comforter if I've never been sad or heartbroken? 
But I know who I have believed in, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which commands me to him above all else. Amen? So he is faithful. I want you, if your faith is going to move mountains, to draw closer to the fire of the Holy Spirit. This altar represents that place where in the Bible they sacrificed on an altar. And they burned up things that were of, of needed to be gotten rid of. As an example of, I'm burning it up. I'm putting God before everything. This is a safe place. This is a place where the power of the Holy Spirit transforms us. It's because I was at an altar like this, filled with the Holy Spirit, able to pray in heavenly language when my mom was killed at 39, that I could say, God, you are in me. I will not be taken down by this terrible tragedy. Amen? God wants to do something at this altar for you. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit move you. Let his spirit empower your faith. You can't empower your own faith. Only the spirit of God can give us the gas in our tank. So get more of the spirit of God. Amen? Let his word, his sovereign word, enlighten your thoughts and your dreams. You want to know what God's wisdom is for your life? You want to know what your future is? Pastor Jen, I don't know what decisions to make. I would ask you, have you been in the word of God? Have you been reading God's Bible? Have you been talking to Jesus in his word about what his plans are for you? Don't look to the wisdom of men. Look to the wisdom of God and let his word enlighten you. And I'm telling you, you read the Bible, just read the New Testament with me. I'm reading through the New Testament in 30 days. I'm reading through the whole Bible in 90 days. You can do it. There are apps to help you do it. As you read it, you may get to one verse. You may see one portion. You may see a word like suddenly. And suddenly you feel the power of the Holy Spirit enlarging your faith. Let his presence, listen to me, let his presence usher you in to the fitness center of heaven where your faith becomes stronger than it has ever been. If this is the fitness center, some of you like to go work out. Well, I'm telling you what, when you have to climb a mountain, your faith has to work out. But when you get to the top of that mountain, when you see that wall come down, when you see that healing answer, when there's a baby in the house, uh, Wilson, Karen, where are you? Are you back there? Wilson, is the baby here with you today? Yes, that baby is here. That baby that we've been praying for for several months is in the house today. Let me tell you, faith moves a mountain. Well, they didn't stop. They were part of a community of faith. And when faith moves the mountain, we celebrate together. Hallelujah. So as we look to this, this year, you know, you can see the excitement that you have with us, even with just flying in and not even knowing what time it is. I can tell you, God's going to do some amazing things. And he's going to do it for each of you. Those of you that believe. You say, Pastor, what do I have to do to believe? You've got to get God in your life. Start there. And those of you that have God in your life, you've got to start getting in, in shape. How are you going to get in shape? We're going to get you memorizing this word. We're going to get you studying this word. That's why we've changed up the education program in our church. We've had the same one for a number of years. It's time to change. We all need more word. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't need more exercise. You need more word. You get more word, you get stronger. And if you get stronger, then some things are going to change in your life and in your situation. 
So I want to declare to you today that no obstacle is too big. No mountain is too high. No valley is too low. That His purposes and plans cannot overcome. See, we're going to see faith move. Those of you that are online with us, we're going to provide for you some discipling systems that you can just do online with us. My online campus from all over the world, we're going to do the best job that we can possibly do to make sure that you feel connected. I can't abandon you. I, we've heard your messages. We've, we've received your messages. And we're going to do a better job. This church is going to do a better job of making sure that you get this word. And we're going to provide study classes for you as well online so that you can get in and get connected. See, I take my responsibility very serious because I want to see this church move forward in God. We spent five years getting equipped, getting developed, getting ready. Well, now we're ready. And we're going to see some amazing things begin to happen as you get stronger in God. You'll see it for yourself. As you get more word in you, you'll see it for yourself. Man, I used to be tempted by that. I'm not even tempted anymore. I used, that used to bring me down. That used to get me discouraged. Now I just walk through that thing like nothing even happened. See, that's what's going to happen when faith starts moving in your life. It's going to move us from our fears to freedom. It's going to move us from bondage to blessing. It's going to move us from sickness to healing. It's going to move us from despair to determination. It's going to bring us from isolation to deeper relationships, from doubt to confidence, from bitterness to release. From sinking to soaring. From the natural to the supernatural. From the great to the greater. Because God is greater. Say, man, I've never heard you before. I've never seen this church before. Why are you guys up like this? Because the enemy wants to attack us. And it would be wrong for me to be the shepherd and not get you prepared for warfare. And for the battles that the enemy wants to detour or detract your life. How can this be the greatest year you've ever lived? See, we've not just entered a new year. We've entered a new decade. A whole new decade. And I want 2020 to be my greatest year. But I want the decades of the 20 to be my greatest decade. Say, Pastor, you're getting old. I'm getting wiser. And I know that if God is for me, who in the world is going to be against me? I'm getting stronger because my faith is stronger. As I look back on that video, which you'll see a few times, and I see the faces that are on that video, I know many of their stories. And I know what God has brought them from and where God is bringing them. Same for you. You say, my picture wasn't up there. I'm new. I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time where your picture gets up there as well. As God has changed your life and transformed you. 
See, this is not the year for weakness. This is not the year for despair and doubts. This is the year for us to face every one of our Goliaths and see him come tumbling down. This is our year. This is the year where we see miracles happen for our church. This is going to be the year where God does miracle for your life and for your family. Not just for a baby that they didn't give a lot of hope to that was in the hospital. We had hope. Parents had hope. They're sitting in the church today because God is a great God. God is a healing God. And there's nothing too hard for our God. Faith moves mountains. Say it with me, please. Faith moves mountains. Say it again. Faith moves mountains. And there's not a mountain that God and you can't move. Because God is for us. Would you stand with me, please? Today you've Today heard, you've a, heard word a word from the Lord. And I believe God, I believe has, spoken God has spoken to you. So if you say this say prayer, this with, prayer me, with me, I know I God know can, change, God your can change your life. They're saying they're it live, saying it here, live in Rome, here in Rome right now. Right now. With me. With because me. Because God can, change, God your can life. change your life. God has a God plan has for, a you. Plan I've for you. you. I've that. told you that. And I want you and to believe it with all of your heart. So will you say so this, prayer, you say with this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I invite you I invite into my, you life, into my life, this life this day. Change me. Change me. Help me. Help me. Pray, I pray, oh God. God. I'm going to, I'm live, going for to you. live for you. Friend, if you've Friend, just, if said, you've that just prayer, said that prayer, I can tell, I you, can tell you that God has God just changed you. It's come into your life. Into your life. Now I believe now that I believe today that you may have listened to this. this you've known you've that, known that God, already God already lives in your life. What God wants, well, God to, wants speak to, to speak to you and to help you. So I'm going to pray so a second pray prayer. And that prayer is for a miracle, a miracle to happen, to happen this for day. you this day. I believe in I miracles. Believe in miracles. I, know you do I know you do as well. So let's pray. So let's pray. And let God, and let touch, God you right touch you right where you're listening, you're listening to, this sermon. to this sermon. Lord, I thank Lord, you today, I thank you today for, my for my friend that has heard this message. Lord, I know that they have needs and situations going on in their life. God, you're a big God. And you hear and answer. Prayers. Our prayers. So today, so oh God, today, oh God, will you hear, will you this, hear prayer this prayer from your, from your humble servant? God, will you, God, will you answer, this, answer prayer this prayer on my new, on my new friend's behalf? behalf? Will you heal will you them? Heal them? Will, you touch will you touch them? Will you guide, will you them? guide them? Lord, come Lord, in come right in now, right wherever, now they're wherever they're listening, Lord, Lord and, answer, and their answer their prayer. Thank you, Lord, Thank for, you, Lord doing for doing that. that. If you've just said you've that just prayer, said that and prayer, and listen to that, that prayer with me. With me. I know that, I God, know has that God has spoken to you. Would you do me a Would big you do favor? me a big favor? You're going to see you're gonna scrolled on the bottom of this, bottom of this, this a website, website with an email with address. an email address. If you said if you the said prayer that said God, God come into my heart, or today you're believing believe with me for a miracle, I want you to drop us a quick note. Say, say, pastor, pastor, I want you to continue to pray for me and my family. You know, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life. And I'll guarantee. To you, to your best your days best are still, days in, are front still in front of you. So God bless, so God bless you, you and join us, and next, join week. us next week.